0: Pints with Jack, Season 2, Episode 2.5 The language we use,
1: and wishing that black was a little blacker. (laughs) Hello everyone. This isn't going to be a normal episode. This is something that I had kept putting on the pre-show chit-chat list for a couple of weeks, but we had to keep moving it because we needed to try and keep the length of the episode down. So, Matt and I just thought that we would do just a short bonus episode.
0: And it gives David uh, a little chance to a week of less editing, which is nice. Yes,
1: always appreciated. The impetus for this was an interaction that I had on Facebook in which I shared a quotation from Lewis. And I just thought it was worth emphasizing the wisdom that Lewis gives us here. So, what had happened was a former work colleague, a really great guy, He wrote a post in which he described the viewers of a particular network television channel as the enemy. I can only imagine who he's referring to. (laughs) Exactly. And I pointed out that this kind of language generates more heat than light. And the really bad part of it is it quickly dehumanizes the other side. As soon as you think of the other person as the enemy, that means somebody that you can't reason with, someone with whom you have no commonality. And it can quickly lead to the mentality that victory must be attained at any cost, even regardless of truth or legality.
0: That's a good point. Victory at all costs when you name someone the enemy.
1: Yeah. And although this was in reference to a particular side of the aisle, conservative, progressive, I think this is a lesson that we need to keep remembering regardless of which side we're on. Even that word side tells us something. Now, obviously, immediately other people started jumping in, claiming that the other side started it first. Of course. Which kind of proved my point. Because, well, if the other side started dehumanizing people first, then it's okay for us to do it. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, as Christians, I don't think we can have that kind of attitude. I pointed out that there have been various calls from both sides of the aisle about a renewed civility in politics. And I think this begins with recognizing that we all have similar goals. We all want human flourishing. Now, we can disagree over the means by which this is achieved, but I think it's important to first and foremost recognize that everybody ultimately wants the same thing. We want people to lead good and happy lives. But the kind of language that we use to describe those with whom we disagree, it can really be corrosive. Calling somebody the enemy. Now, Me being me, I naturally went to Lewis and quoted him. And I went to that part in Mere Christianity where he talks about the difference between hating the sin and not the sinner. He says, Christianity does not want us to reduce by one atom the hatred we feel for cruelty and treachery. We ought to hate them. Not one word of what we have said about them needs to be unsaid. But it does want us to hate them in the same way we hate things in ourselves. Being sorry that the man should have done such things and hoping if it is in any way possible, that somehow, sometimes, somewhere, it can be cured and made human again. And I really wanted to get this out as a bonus episode, because the next part of what I quoted has been quoted by a lot of people this past week. I would like this episode to be timeless, so I'm not going to say what political issue has been kicked up in the news all week. But sides have got very, very angry. Lewis gives us an EKG. He gives us a a test of our heart. Here's what he proposes. Suppose one reads a story of filthy atrocities in the paper. Then suppose that something turns up, suggesting that the story might not be quite true, or not quite as bad as it was made out. He asks us, is one's first feeling, thank God, even they aren't quite as bad as that? Or is it a feeling of disappointment? or even a determination to cling to the first story for the sheer pleasure of thinking your enemies as bad as possible. Incredible test.
0: It's, it's actually pretty easy to, to, to tell which way you would lean. Like, literally just think about it for a second. And Like, what if I found out they weren't as bad? Would I be rejoicing? Would I be celebrating?
1: Yeah, there are quite a few people I follow on Twitter that I disagree with on most things. And i got to ask myself, when they say things that I agree with, do I give them that like? Am I willing to accept that, you know what, on this issue, we see eye to eye. I think this is good. Well done. I like that. Do I give them that like? Yes. Well, it's, it's in, in the modern society of social media, that's, that's currency. <laughs> Especially your likes, David. Oh, my likes are golden. <laughs> and so the point of this mini-episode, I suppose is really just to encourage listeners to think about how they react to news and stories about people who are of a different political party or who hold a different view on some important issue. Or a religious view. Or lack thereof. Yeah. Are we glad when we realize that later it's revealed that it's not as bad as we initially thought? Or are we always determined to think the worst, Because Lewis offers us a very grave warning if we do the latter. He says, if we go down this route, it's the first step in a process which, if followed to the end, will make us into devils. You see, one is beginning to wish that black was a little blacker. If we give that wish its head, later on we shall wish to see grey as black, and then to see white itself as black. What he's saying is, is that when we view somebody as an enemy we can very quickly get to the point at which we criticize them, even for the good things that they do. Mm, that is well said. Well, Lewis ends by saying, Finally, we shall insist on seeing everything, God and our friends and ourselves included, as bad, and not be able to stop doing it. We shall be fixed forever in a universe of pure hatred. Oh, that's chilling. And so if you're big into politics or you have active discussions on the internet, maybe this week, try and find something praiseworthy about something the opposing party has done or said that you can get behind, that you can praise. And if you think that this doesn't really happen to you, I would just ask you to think for a moment, who do I think of as the enemy? I think you'll have your answer.
0: I'm imagining our listeners saying, No, they went political. You know how you always have those people? Like, for example, this last election when Taylor Swift, she's always avoided politics, and then she, she, she gets involved in it. You have all of these different examples where you're always saying, oh, they finally got political. Why did they have to do that? I'm picturing our listeners doing, you didn't actually. You did a great job actually getting a theological point across and just using that as an example. But I still picture, I'm still thinking that half the time.
1: Yeah, I do hope people don't think of this as us getting political. No. It's just over the last couple of weeks, Twitter, Facebook, it has just been so toxic. And everybody always uses the other side as justification. The Well, they started it first, despite the fact that that's the kind of argumentation that's used by a five-year-old who isn't getting to play with the toy that they want.
0: <laughs> this And now you know why I don't have social media and I don't watch... Cable news, or really listen, read any news. It just depresses me. And (laughs) you know what? There's it's life can sometimes be tough enough, (laughs) and
1: so I'm like, I don't need that added. Well, Lewis actually was notoriously apolitical, and he never read the newspapers. So hopefully, we're imitating Lewis a little bit here, and speaking not so much to contemporary politics, but to the eternal human condition, and just encouraging people to look after their hearts. And part of that involves being able to see another person as someone who's been made in the image and likeness of God for whom Jesus died and who the Trinity want to have with you in heaven. If we can start at that place and be able to recognize good as good, even if it's done by somebody with whom we would normally disagree, I think we can cool down social media a little bit and maybe make a little bit more progress. Well said, David. So with that, we will be back next week with a full episode when we'll be going further up. And further in. Cheers. Cheers.